You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up. We're giving up is not an option. Happy Sunday evening to you. Um, you remember that song that says, Power, Power, Lord, Power. And they would, they would go, I remember going to my aunt's church and they would just sing that song. Power, Power, Lord, Power, Power, Lord. You need power, Power, Lord. And they just add different things on. And um, so, well, there you go. We want to talk about power, how to stay out of um you know, always with a low battery and walk in the power, not walk in sadness, but walk in joy. So we want to kind of talk about how do we reverse um, when we find ourselves walking a particular way that God says not to, when, when, when the Holy Spirit brings us to our attention, how do we shift out of it, Right. Well, I have with me today uh, Sabine Brunash, who's here with me to help just have a conversation around these things. Some things we, we're going to take from personal experience, some things from what we observe, but definitely from what God has said. So, Sabine, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm well. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good to have you on the line, um, you know, uh, joining in with us. Uh, so once again, we're like, how, you know, how to how to kind of make a, uh, a shift. And I've lately been talking about this. It's not a new new thing, but I say replacement, you know, therapy. I might need to find another word besides therapy, because if you say therapy, people kind of feel some kind of way. But basically, it's replacing what you're feeling, right? That if, if what you're feeling is not producing the fruit that you want, then how do we replace it? How do we shift out of it in order to get into that to that place of feeling that we want to have? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not feeling very lovely. Right? I don't feel loved. I feel like people are ignoring me. Like if this is what I was feeling, or I feel like people ignore me. Like sometimes I do feel like people ignore me, especially young people when I'm talking to them in the classroom. But nevertheless, but how do we begin to replace um, that? So you know what? So if people don't love me, guess who? Guess who should be the number one person loving you? You, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So <clears throat> now, how do we do that? In my first question, I ask people sometimes is. What do you enjoy? Like, what do you love? Like, what is your hobby? What is the thing you like to do? And look it up, research it, get support, get help, you know, to doing it until you can get into a habit or get into a routine. And so, you know, so I want to ask my friend Sabine because she's making moves. I'm telling you, she has mastered how to replace negative thinking with positive thinking. So I just want to get a little uh, feedback from uh, Miss Sabine. Mm-hmm. Tell us. So um, I would say first, what I did was I just had to accept where I was. I had to accept that I was, you know, dep- going through depression or I was just sad. And it was more, it was a feeling more than just sadness. It was really a depression where I felt empty. 
So then I had to confront the feelings of depression, of the anxiety, of the fear, of the inadequacy, of the inferiority and rejection. I just had to confront all those feelings and then basically tell them to go away. So I had to do the opposite of what my brain and my body wanted me to do, which was be stuck in that place. So I had to use some tools and develop some tools to reject it all and to allow the negative thoughts to keep seeping into my mind and trying to control my mind. So the first thing I did, I would say is pray. I -hmm. had to pray. I had to decide every morning that I was going to choose life and joy and that I was going to take a walk in the morning, which was call it therapeutic if you want. It's not. Yeah, it is. Yes. Definition, but I took a walk every morning and dedicated one hour to the Lord. I talked out loud to him, cried to him, cast everything onto him. Um, and just developing a stronger relationship in the Lord definitely helped to strengthen me and and kind of take me out of that darkness that I was in. Um, again, like you said, what are your hobbies? Some of the things I had to do, like I needed some tools. I had to kind of get myself around people who um, I like trusted support people that I, that supported me. I had to kind of dig into some of my talents, take a music class, you know, I had to go out and see if I can take some music lessons because I like to play the piano. So many different areas in which I had to um, commit to, I had to commit to getting out of the bed every day, commit to being around people, commit to, not being depressed and not having those feelings of anxiety. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, and it, you had to do the work, you know what I'm saying? It sounds like, um, it can be overwhelming at first, you know, but, um, if you keep pushing in, keep pushing, like Sabine says, um, you know, set intention, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get out the bed, you know, I remember when my uh, Sabine, my mom, was um, very ill, um, and <clears throat> she couldn't really move the way she used to or what, but she, I could hear her saying, today you're going to get out of the bed, you're going to mm-hmm. take a bath, put on mm-hmm. your clothes, and go sit on the porch. Like sometimes we, and our calendar is so booked, but here's a person who is just like that, had book calendars on the bus, making a difference, activists in the community, now trying to speak just to get up, put on their clothes, walk downstairs to sit on the porch. And it would take like hours just to get those things accomplished. But in my watching and observing that, I realized that's what you got to do sometimes, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember when I was I went through a a serious um, case of depression um, and nothing seems like it's going good. I mean, every area of your life is just seems like it's just useless. And why go on? You know, and if that is the foundation of your day, then um, it's going to it's not going to get better. So somehow you've got to command your day. You've yeah. got to begin to speak life in your day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so I, I thank you for being honest and transparent and being able to re- remind us because you're reminding me too. Because as a woman who wants to kind of transition her weight, um, I think about 
you know, getting my shoes on and going outside for a walk. But eventually, you know, I talk myself out of it and I don't. And so, you know, being more deliberate and setting that intention and saying, no, my shoes are by the bed, slide into them and just go down the stairs and go outside. Once outside, maybe my body then will go to the next step. But let me at least finish do that step, you know. And yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. No, go and ahead. It's all, about, it's all about consistency as well. Yeah. So you set your day, like you said, the night before, you can make a list and be very intentional about your day. So you you command your body to get up. You command your body to go on the walk. It's not that you feel like going on the walk. You may not feel like it, but you know you need to do it. It's intentional. And this is what's going to help you be free. Um setting those routines for you on a daily basis, you have to, I had to fight from my mind and really be strong and overcome everything that the enemy was trying to beat and drill into me. Mm-hmm. I had to choose the word of God versus the word of man or what these negative thoughts that I was feeling. So I chose the truth, which is what God said, you know, we're victorious, we're conquerors, we're warriors. And I had to tell myself, I am a warrior. I'm getting up today. I'm having joy in the Lord. And this is how the day is going to be for me and everything else. The opposite of that, I had to reject. And it's a fight. It's a fight for your mind daily, daily fight for your mind. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, I know as we're talking to the, our audience, our listening audience, you know, Sunday evening, they're winding down, you know, mm-hmm. just came from church. And, um, you know, some sometimes, you know, we, we've got to put the word in action. Right. Mm-hmm. We were reminded on Sunday that faith without works is dead. So we don't want you to come to to sign on and listen, but not putting forth the work. And that's one thing I, I admire about Sabine, and that's why I wanted her to come on this show. It's like I see you fight, I see you pressing and pushing, you know. And 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 he said the Bible says you know press towards the mark of the high calling. That it's it's not it's not like a little casual. <laughs> it's like it's a press, like mm-hmm. it's a warfare. You know, and sometimes we think warfare is, of course, with an enemy with machine guns behind enemy lines. But a lot of times it's in our own head that our own mind is a battlefield, you know, because of some of the things we might have experienced or the things we allowed to come in. And and that's that's something, too. It's like you've got to control what you allow to come into your thinking. You are the gatekeeper of your mind. You get to decide what you're going to think, how you're going to think and how you're going to put it into action. You get to decide, like, nope, get out. Mm-hmm. You know, that, 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 that conversation of, you know, inadequacy. Get out. Yes. Because everybody starts somewhere. Everybody has to start on stair one. You know, when you get on the elevator, you're on the ground floor, you know. And if you want to get to the 50th floor, guess what? Push the button. You don't get to just jump to 50. You got to go through the other stairs. And so we have to stop thinking and and beating ourselves up. It's like, relax. Take one step. Yes. He said, do not despise small beginnings. And that's what I lean on because 
each day is a step towards your happiness and your joy. It's a step towards healing, right? We have the ability to heal. We pray. That is one of our tools. Our strongest tools is prayer. And we're strong in him. And each day you are pressing, you're taking steps closer to where you want to be on the other side of that darkness because better days are ahead. Yes. Better days are coming. You know, absolutely. Don't view yourself by the by what you are experiencing right now right because mm-hmm. better days are coming so and mm-hmm. and the and, and the bible tells us that he will give us no more than we can bear but what happens is we take on a lot and i was talking to sabine earlier and i was saying you know <clears throat> i have these it's just like i'm i'm trying to guard this one day that's tomorrow wednesday got got something to do trying to guard it in every single thing everybody wants to do it on Wednesday you know oh they got this this uh grant tour coming and this person all on Wednesday mm-hmm. and it's like wow the old Rochelle would have just conceded to the plan I already had right that would set me up for success and go with trying to people please or go with trying to support the team but finally I had to say I can't shift this. I need to keep it here. And um and and you know and and God is in control and just trust the Lord will work it out. Yes. And you know, but 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 what was important is that I didn't try to keep adding things and how many times you know, uh, uh, you know, the listening audience, are you uh, piling things on your plate knowing that it's going to take away from something that God told you to do? So it could be escapism, it could be procrastination, it could be people pleasing, it could be um, you're, you're not you're not fully committed yet to the purpose that God has for your life. Maybe you haven't accepted the call, you know. And that sometimes, listen, when we talk about the call, right? Many are called, but few are chosen. You know, and 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 those who he chooses, sometimes they say no, they don't want to go, or they're not ready yet, or they're running. If you are a runner, let me say this: God's got your number, He's got your address, He knows where you live, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 let me put it this way, right? It's like <clears throat> he he he's he's reeling you in. He knows what bait to use to get you, right? Mm-hmm. He knows what situations he's gonna allow. And sometimes the pressure that you might be feeling is because you're running away from your call. And so you're running away from the plan that God has. You may, for years, I didn't like the plan God had for me. I thought I had a better plan. What? Now years and time has passed and I'm like, you know what? Maybe God's plan wasn't so bad after all. It's never too late. That's why I have this show, Never Give Up. I don't care if you're 70 years old. If he called you to be a prophetess, a prayer warrior, then you start praying now. You pick back up that mantle. You say, God, forgive me for ignoring what you have said to me and help me finish this race with a bang. I don't care if you're 80. Unless your fingers have fallen off, play the piano. You might can't play it like you used to, but you still can play. If you are a preacher, you may not preach like you. You might can't preach and your airflow may not go like it used to. But you can still give a word, a word of encouragement, 
a word of life. There's some young mothers. There's some young men. There's some young people out here who need your wisdom, your support, your love. It's never too late. You don't give up. Yes. So, Sabine, when, when I, I like how you said, you know, you didn't just say depression, but you said sometimes, you know, sadness, you know, mm-hmm. um, helping. I mean, you gave some great ideas and we just want to kind of, you know, compact it as well. You got to find something to help you overcome one thing that you enjoy. I don't care if it's eating a popsicle. Eat right. the popsicle with joy. You know, you, you, the, and what you don't want to do is you don't want to isolate yourself. The enemy wants us to be in isolation Absolutely. and you want to get around people that you trust, get around people that love you. It could be your church community. It could be people, coworkers, family, friends, people who you trust, get around them, be active, be active in life every single day. Yeah. And again, being intentional about those things, because it's easy to get sucked back into the darkness and stay there a little while. So some of the tools, access to people who are like-minded, who may be going through a similar situation or people who who have overcome what you're going through, talking to them, reaching out, support system, your church, um, doing things that you used to enjoy, maybe you still enjoy them, getting out, um, creating a hobby for yourself or, Maybe you have some hidden talent that you don't know about. Explore different explore. things, explore different options. Um, yeah, and you you will just know you will encounter some setbacks, but don't walk in guilt. Don't don't walk in shame. Don't be so hard on yourself because um, God is not looking at us in that way, you know. So continue to press and continue to push and um, get around. Just try to get around things that bring you energy, shift that energy. And when I say the energy, I mean that feeling of sadness. You tell yourself you are not sad. You are happy. Shift it. Shift your perspective. Shift your mind. Absolutely. Those are great strategies and techniques. And I just want you to know that you can go on Podbean, WBCA, and you can um, get and, and go to Never Give Up in the Search and you want to listen to this podcast again, mm-hmm. right? You want to you want to listen to the advice that's given. The enemy wants to put you in isolation, but we say not so. That's yes. the first strategy and attack of even the animal kingdom, let alone the devil, mm-hmm. is to isolate you from the pride, from the pack, and to annihilate you. Yes. And that's what he wants to do. And uh, and we help feed it, don't we? Uh, I, I want to ask uh, Sabine, uh, like, what if a person can't really pinpoint, you know, why they're sad? You know, they 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 don't know exactly why they feel in this funk. Um, what would you say to them? It's interesting that you ask that because I personally have had that issue. I I would say my authentic, most transparent response would be to pray about it. Ask God mm-hmm. to bring you out of this feeling of these feelings of darkness and 
cry out to him and tell him exactly what you're feeling. You don't know why. And in this season, I'm learning that sometimes we just don't know. And it's okay to not know. But you're asking him to help you heal and overcome these feelings. You don't know what they are, but you want to be released. You want to be free of these feelings. So if you don't know exactly what's bothering you, pray about it. And I would say to examine your life where you're located and try to figure out some root, some rooted issues you got going on that maybe you've suppressed, you know, and now subconsciously they're coming, they're kind of coming out. So sit down, maybe, I don't know, seek out a a therapist. I would say people are funny about counseling, but they can help you to kind of change like pivot your mind and kind of dig deeper a little bit into maybe some childhood trauma you have or some trauma that you're unaware of and um yeah and really work through it with you work on your journey of healing amen absolutely um and also if you want to try something right now you can pull out a piece of paper and set your timer for 10 minutes and just start writing Don't try to think about what you're going to write. Just write down, you know, as it flows from you and then read it. You know, sometimes we're a a good source, you know, somewhere to begin um, trying to pinpoint, you know, what got you on this sadness. You know, it could be you might need like um, Sabine saying you might need counseling. You even might need medication. But whatever it is, um, you got to get on the road of recovery. Uh Uh-huh, Sabine. Yeah, you do. And, you know, don't be shame. I mean, cry out to the Lord. He said, cast all your cares onto me. Cry out to him and say, Lord, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I know that I am feeling this way. I know that this is happening to me. It's taking me away from my job. It's taken away from my health. It's taken away from my relationships with people. And you can just tell him, please help me heal, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is you whatever is getting in the way of my healing, remove it, God, yes, please, Lord. you know, and um, continue to seek him, continue to seek the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. And this is just having peace and joy and in love and just um, continuing to do the work. It's a, it's, it's a daily walk and it's daily work and it's spiritual warfare whether you recognize it or not, it really is. It's a war over your mind and you're asking God to cover your mind. Um, yeah. Amen. Like you said, the Bible tells us to call upon the Lord in the day of trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's something that we don't do always, right? We may call our friend, we may call, you know, um, <clears throat> but we don't call upon the Lord as well, right? And um, and there's, there's no really plan on how to do it. It's just like God, and just begin to talk to him and just be open and real. It's like God can handle it. Like we, we don't need to spare those feelings, but we've got to get to the, the, the base where the enemy is trying to fill us with isolation, shame, and guilt, right? Mm-hmm. When the Bible tells us that there's now no condemnation 
to those in Christ Jesus. So make sure your relationship is tight or right with God, right? That you're in an atmosphere of repentance and and open to hear what God is saying, you know? Now, maybe you're in a season where you can do that alone, or maybe you need an accountability partner. You might need somebody to just, you know, walk alongside you. Like, I need support. Like, sometimes when I'm I'm doing something fresh or a new endeavor that I haven't done before, and there might be a little fear and anxiety there. I might have to get a support partner, you know, um, so in order to just help me through that hump. Right. Or you want to join a, a group of other people who are in that same uh, uh season of trying to overcome, you know, but we always want to try to have these conversations around, you know, uh, because whatever we do, no matter what despair you're in or sadness, we don't want you to get a mindset of giving up or that it doesn't matter or that no one cares. If you don't hear it from anybody else, Know that you are loved by God. You are loved. There is someone in your life who loves you, who um, who needs you in their life. So stop thinking that you don't matter. You matter. You matter. You matter. And there's nothing that you can do that will separate you from the love of Christ. Nothing that you can do. So just know his love is unconditional. It's not like man. His love is unconditional. Um as you said, there's no condemnation. You don't need to walk in guilt. He said he doesn't care about yesterday. You come into repentance. He doesn't care about yesterday. He doesn't care about hours of what you were doing. He cares that you're trying to be righteous and you're walking and you're seeking him. Yes. That's what he cares about. That's right. You can't mess it up. Mm-hmm. It's fail proof. You can't mess it up because we have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. And it's like we just got to connect. So maybe maybe this show should be called Connection. Because we, no matter where you are, what frame of mind or what state of being you're in, you've got to connect, right? It's like a lamp is useless, unplugged. You're not going to get the light. And we are the light of the world. If you feel that you're not shining, look, check. Is the light bulb out? Did I get unplugged from the connection? Right? We want to plug back into Christ. We want to plug back into him because he is our source. He is where the power comes from. He is how the light gets turned on. So if you're away from God right now, maybe maybe you're angry because of, of a loss or a hurt. Maybe you don't think he understands or cares. We're here to come and remind you that he does. And that he 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 put it on our heart to have this conversation. Right? Because uh, and to well to steer the conversation in this direction so that you can know that he loves you, that he sees you and that you matter. Yes. Sabine, we got to have one takeaway thought. It's already, we're already out of time. Can you imagine? So what's what's one thing that you want to sum it up and tell those who are listening? One thing that I would say is to be intentional about your happiness and about Mm. your days and to strengthen your relationship with God. Amen. Amen. Remember, you're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. We've been listening uh, to Sabine Brunash. And remember, 
greatness is on the inside of you. We'll see you next week. God bless. God bless.